Hello everybody, my name is Steve Smith. I'm the editor of PHC News Magazine, and today I am talking with two executives from Cleffy, Mark Olson, the CEO, and Kevin Freet, who is the Director of Product Management and Technical Support. Now, Cleffy uh, is pretty well known in our industry, of course, and they are also ultimately headquartered in Italy, and factories are there as well, producing many of, uh, of the products we know well here. Obviously, you know, we, we learned about the pandemic, I suppose, in the beginning of March is when it hit home for us. We've all been ourselves working from home since then. But Mark, Kevin, I mean, obviously, you guys must have been plugged in a little bit more about how serious this pandemic was going to be, considering it has hit Italy so hard. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you heard and uh, how the business has been, uh, been going in Italy? Sure, Steve. I can I can start. This is Mark. Um, first of all, thank you for having us uh, on board here with this um, with this series. And um, yeah, Cleffi Italy or Cleffi Spa is our parent company. And uh, the first indication we had of uh, issues going on from a serious business nature, I was actually traveling out in L.A. and in Phoenix on uh, personal on personal business, and I got a call from uh, a friend and a colleague in Italy, uh, Sergio Casarino. He's the head of our global commercial activities. And he was concerned about me getting on a plane and flying back to Milwaukee. Really? Yeah, it seemed a little bit of, uh, you know, over the top. And uh, it, it was soon after that that we started hearing more and more about, you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. But what was was interesting was that, you know, shortly after that, we saw parts of Italy starting to close down. Uh, we stayed open for some time, uh, but then finally, Cleffi uh, Italy closed down production. Mm-hmm gave us a window of opportunity to get plenty of stock over here into into North America. Uh, so we were in fine shape there uh, as far as continuing operations here um, stateside. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, there's a few people that got affected personally in Calafi, not any of our employees, but some relatives of our, of our good friends over there. So mm-hmm. it, it struck home pretty mm-hmm. close. And are the factories in Italy still shut down or how, how are they operating? Yeah, good question. Last week on Monday, they started back up. Mm. Calafi about 30%. Uh, this week, probably about 50%, Steve. And then next week, we anticipate, you know, starting to ramp up closer to 100%, you know, okay. um, capacity. And that's good. Now, in the in the meantime, you mentioned that uh, your product stock is is, is, is well. It, you knew about this at a good coming. So you're, you can fill orders, I take it, in North America for the products that you, that you need, right? Yeah. Well, we have about a six-week lead time to get product over here once we order it from our parent company. So, and we carry quite a bit of safety stock as it is. Yeah. We 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 got down on some items, but we quickly replenished them. Now we have big branches over in 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 Europe that have shorter lead times. So, for example, Germany, you probably have read, is as an economy has done better. Yes. As is our company in Germany versus our company, say in France or or England, and uh, so their stock ran way down. In fact, it's still way down. Their business is fairly healthy compared to other branches, if you will. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm assuming you can uh, maybe uh, feed off some of these other international locations that Calafi operates for the products that maybe we need here in the states. Well, that's a good question, but the states, the products that we have here, well, they're pretty similar, but we have unique uh, features yeah. that are, you know. Special yeah, for North true. America. I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah, you're right. right. So now in North America, you're headquartered in Milwaukee. 
I can see your locations here on my screen. So obviously you guys aren't in Milwaukee right now. Tell me what's uh, going on with the North American uh, staff. Uh, everybody's working from home, I take it. We're mo- working remotely. <laughs> well, in fact, Kevin and I were just on another video conference. I think like so many other people, we've really mastered uh, video conferencing and, and cyber communication. It's had to stay together as a team. Now we have probably close to 30 people around North America doing this and, you know, with different teams. And so we've gotten pretty good at it. And we spend a good chunk of the day online, just like we're doing this here today. Yeah. So it's a new, new way of doing business, but it works, right? Yeah, it works. Mark, I'm a little concerned about your connection. Can you hear him, Steve? I can't hear him. I'm sorry, Kevin. I can't. No. Oh, that's okay. I, I can, I think, finish his thought. So yeah. we've, been, we've, we've all been working remotely and, and doing a lot of video conferencing. And we're still pretty productive, though. We've been spending a lot of time interfacing with our customers. So doing a lot of training, uh, since most of our customers are also working from home, we see that as an opportunity to spend a lot of time training and reviewing product and talking about selling and just trying to keep our customers engaged and our employees engaged to, to be productive as we can. And Kevin, what, what are you hearing from your customers by and large? How's life for them? It varies by region. We have some areas that are already opening up, like Florida, the wholesalers, and uh, contractors are quite busy. And then we have some regions where, you know, everything's pretty well locked down. So it really varies. Some places are seeing a slight decline and others are seeing, you know, over 50% decline in business. So uh, we're just trying to keep in touch with everybody as much as possible, as much, you know, face-to-face <laughs> on uh, video chats as we can. Sure, and sure. business, it does vary, but there's a lot of optimism. And most of the the actual contractors are, are still working uh, in most areas. Some areas they are not, but the supply chain is still moving. The work is still being done just at a different rate. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Kevin, uh, maybe Mark will be able to call yeah, back. I, just, in, but I, I know that. Could you guys hear me? Uh, Mark, can you hear me now? Yeah, you, you I'm you, sorry. You, I got uh, disconnected. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got disconnected here at home. We got you now. Kevin was just filling me in. Uh, you know, obviously, you guys are all working from home remotely. He was telling me about, uh, you know, talking to some wholesalers and contractors and work is getting done. It's it's obviously not at the pace that we would all like it to be. But uh, things are, uh, depending on what part of the country you're in, of course, work continues as, 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 well as, as, as well as can be expected, I guess, to continue. Yeah, I, I think our expectations, Steve, with, you know, going into this, we thought, I mean, a 50, 60 percent drop in business might wasn't implausible. And uh, it's hard to say if that's going to happen, but, you know, we did, you know, versus last year, our, our business is, is down, but not substantially. So, and uh, fortunately, as far as slow pay, you know, our customers have been very good with, you know, payments to us. And that, that really hasn't been much of a concern either. So, I mean, all, all said and done, at least at this point in time, you know, things are actually not too bad. Good, good. Any predictions for the future? I mean, I know, obviously, uh, I'm in Illinois. We're in lockdown. Wisconsin is in a... I guess in a longer lockdown, but uh, what do you what do you hear generally speaking about uh, the months ahead, the weeks, the months ahead? Are we going to get back to normal somewhat soon? Is it going to be like a V shaped recovery that I keep hearing about, or what? <laughs> well, that'd be nice if it was V shaped, and I'm hoping it's V shaped, right? But I think it'd be more of a U shape. Uh, I, I think we're going to have a slowdown continue through May, mm-hmm. probably substantially in, in, in May. And right now, we're thinking that uh, June could be slow too, but. Uh, starting in the third quarter, we see things uh, 
picking back up again. Uh, I don't know if it'll be at last year's level, but certainly picking up. Now, biggest concern is uh, the design activity. You know, for uh, you know, engineer work and, and building work. You know, that's dropped off quite a bit. Now, you don't, you're not going to see that right away, but that might bode some difficulties in the commercial market for for us uh, next okay. year. And when you say design activity, do you mean like new construction or? Or what, what, what do you mean? Yes, that, right? mostly exactly. new construction or, or major refurbishments. Uh, yeah, right, right. MRO. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Of, of commercial buildings. I think the residential, uh, not so much, but I think commercial, that it's a long lead time activity, right? Yeah. So I think um, could see some slowdown in that area next year. Okay. Okay. Now, I know uh, uh, one thing that is both on your minds is this whole notion of uh, all these commercial buildings have been shut down tight and they're not certainly designed to do that. And ultimately, someday uh, soon, uh, all these buildings are going to be reopened, and you want to do that safely. And in regard to COVID nineteen, I mean, uh, again, like you say, these buildings are not meant to be uh, shut down tight, and uh, the water's not flowing, and you've got buildups of pathogens like Legionella and contaminants like maybe lead and copper and things like that. Uh, they're building up in these unused, dormant uh, pipelines. So, what, uh, Kevin? I think uh, I actually have a, a sneak preview being the editor of PHC News. I know what you got coming in May. Uh, we have supplier profiles uh, running that month, and one of them is on Kalefi and the headline, Reopen Safely After COVID-19, Safe and Sanitary Plumbing for Commercial Buildings. I know that the uh, profile talks about three products that Kalefi makes that uh, work in tandem, I guess, to uh, help do this, uh, help this uh, reopening process that is really going to be nationwide. I think I've read somewhere there's like 6 million commercial buildings that have been shut down during these various lockdowns that we're all experiencing. So, uh, Kevin, I don't know, maybe uh, you're the best one to tell us a little bit more about some of these products, but uh, you take it from here. Okay, sure. I'd be glad to. Well, before we get to the products, I think just a a high-level discussion is good. So if we think about normal occupancy periods, when we use fixtures and lavatories and showers and toilets and such, that that plumbing water in each of the buildings is regularly flushed, right? We're, we're bringing right. in fresh water, replenishing that fresh water, which is typically treated with a disinfectant, maybe chlorine or, or monochloramine, and that controls the bacteria, like Legionella and, and these other organic pathogens. So these chemicals, they have a shelf life, right? They they only typically last a few days in the water. Some of the chlorine, like monochloramine, has a long shelf life, but chlorine gas is really short. So what happens with these uh, disinfectants is they'll react with the piping materials and they'll oxidize. And basically, typically within a few days, they're not effective anymore. So they dissipate. And this is what happens with the water in our buildings right now while we're unoccupied. So this old stagnant warm water is is a perfect environment for bacteria to live and grow and, and raise a family. So when we go back to work, we need to know this. We need to understand that this could be dangerous. And the first thing we need to do is flush all of that water. You know, that's probably the first thing we need to do is just flush it. But that doesn't necessarily make all the water safe because we have in a lot of commercial buildings, very complex piping systems. And so many of these buildings have domestic hot water recirculation systems. And so just flushing all the water may not actually clean everything that's in the pipes. And that's where it comes to the products. For example, if you have a a circulator that's basically moving this domestic hot water around in a piping loop in the building from the source of the heat out to the furthest fixtures and back again, So there could be water in those pipes that is not replenished by flushing. 
So this is where the products come in. So what you can do if you have a digital mixing valve is you can do what's called a thermal disinfection in this loop system to raise the temperature of that water and kill the bacteria that's in there using just elevated temperatures. And so we have a product that's been used to do this around the world for 20 years, and it's a digital mixing valve. And when you're doing that, you also have to provide scald protection because you're talking about elevated temperatures. And you have to have proper balancing to make sure that all the water in the system gets thermally disinfected. So that's the scope of, of the article that, that, we're, um, that we're publishing and kind of a high-level view of the products. Yeah, that's a good one. I did read it before we uh, started our conversation today. And it does talk about uh, three products that Clevy makes. The Legio Mix, if I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly, the Sink Mixer Anti-Scald Valves, and then the Thermal Setter Recirc uh, Balancing Valve. Can you, Kevin, tell us a little bit how each of those work uh, in particular? Sure, sure. The, the digital mixing valve is, is referred to as a master mixing valve. So that's located at your point of distribution, for example, in the mechanical room. And that valve is tempering the water that goes out to all of the the fixtures on the hot side. Okay. And normally that valve will control that water temperature at around, say, 130, mm-hmm. something like that, and then circulate it throughout the building. And then it's returned in the research loop at, say, 120 or 125 or something like that. Uh, and the balancing valves are, are really important to make sure that this water is evenly distributed throughout the whole system. Typically, a building will have multiple risers. And so you need to make sure that all the fixtures have quick access to that hot water. So proper balancing is done with the uh, the thermal balancing valve, the, the 116 series. And then the anti-scald valve comes into play when you are elevating this temperature. So the Legion Mix valve will do automatic scheduled thermal disinfection. And what that is, is the valve will automatically, in the middle of the night, say at two o'clock, elevate that temperature from 130 up to, for example, 150 and maintain that temperature for, say, 60 minutes. Uh, and what that does then is it, is it, that's the thermal disinfection cycle. And when you're doing that, you, you, you have to have anti-scald protection at every point of use. You cannot let anyone touch 150 or 140 degree water because that will you know, cause uh, scalding right away. So the three products work together to make sure that the water is number one safe so no one gets scalded. And then the thermal disinfection cycle will, will control the bacteria. Okay. Okay. And uh, now, I mean, obviously your answer is thermal, but I mean, there are chemicals, I guess, a chemical uh, way of, of uh, treating uh, these type of situations. Can you tell me, uh, you know, what, what are the benefits of, of uh, chemical disinfection uh, as opposed to the benefits of thermal disinfection, I guess? Well, you're right. There are numerous ways that you can use chemicals. You can have a chlorine generating system in the building. And that has to be maintained. It's very expensive to to maintain systems like that and requires a lot of attention by the building manager to make sure that that's properly maintained. And there are other ways. Copper-silver ionization is a type of application that you can use to control bacteria. But what's, what's really nice about thermal disinfection is you just have this master mixing valve that's doing the normal tempering every day. And so you already have the product that can do the shock treatment. Right. There's no additional cost. There's no chemicals involved, which is really important for the safety of humans. Sure. Um, The chemicals being chemicals, I take it, you know, there's nasty byproducts of this type of disinfection. And to say nothing of the fact that pipelines have plastics and fittings and whatever else, and maybe some of these uh, 
chemicals that are used to disinfect aren't necessarily too kind to fittings and gaskets either, right? Right, right. And the building that is adding chemicals at the, at the entry, mm-hmm. uh, at the point of entry of the potable water becomes liable for those chemicals. Uh-huh. So the Safe Drinking Water Act talks about that in that when you as a building owner or operator are adding additional chemicals over and above what you're getting from the municipality, there's a certain amount of ownership there too, which mm-hmm. is risky. Okay. And then obviously uh, from your perspective, thermal is the way to go. And I'm assuming too, from talking to you, hearing you talk, uh, I mean, you're just basically using the water that is uh, already there, which yeah, is heating it uh, in a way that will disinfect what needs to be disinfected, right? Right, right. You just heat it up for a period of time and then let it go back to normal. And uh, what's important is to have a digital mixing valve that can record all of that because yeah. that provides the building operators and the owners with proof that they've been protecting the water right. and helps with liability. Exactly. You need to have that record keeping. That's that's very, very important to this process. And obviously the, I guess it would be the sink master, yeah, that that would protect me, you know, from, I guess that fits right under the sink, you know, where I'm putting my hands on the faucet. Obviously you're protecting me from uh, being scalded if I I were having to be there uh, when the the temperature of the water is particularly raised past, uh, past, you know, being safe. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The sink mixer is called a point of use. Uh, scald protection valve so it's adjustable only up to 120 so 120 degrees is a safe temperature and by code you put these valves in to protect against against scalding right okay okay so now so where where do we where do you go from here i mean obviously if all these commercial buildings have (laughs) uh, these three cleffy products and we're 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 in we're in good order but uh what uh what are you advising uh, commercial property owners to do then uh, right. Well, the Kalefi products protect only the uh, domestic hot water recirculation loop. So that's a very important part of the plumbing system because that warm water can be dangerous. But uh, it doesn't help on the cold side, right? So all the cold water has to be fully flushed. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the most important thing. And then if you do have a digital mixing valve, of course, then you can you can do a thermal shock on the rest of the system and keep that part safe. So thorough flushing is, is going to be very critical. Okay. And that's going to be uh, whoever is responsible for the water in that building is going to have to take care of that. Okay. Now, I've been reporting on this industry for, for quite some time, and I, I've heard these uh, presentations before, particularly when it comes to Legionnaires' disease. But, but, of course, when that happens, then you do these kind of things. Is it uh, – I mean, I've heard more and more of these stories about buildings being closed down, and as a result of those buildings being closed down – then you might have Legionella bacteria and other contaminants. Is this a kind of a, 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 a new thing? Uh, you know, do, are people hearing this for the first time or is it, or, or is it just me hearing it for the first time? What no, are the well, an engineer is telling you? Yeah, well, that bacteria, Legionella has been around forever and it's yeah. everywhere. It's in lakes and ponds and stream. It's, it's in our piping systems already. And the reason it's becoming more and more of a, uh, of a discussion, uh, a couple of reasons. First of all, old stagnant water is is where it grows, okay? Mm -hmm. And as we use low flow fixtures in our buildings, which we've been specifying for the past, you know, 10, 15 years, we're slowing down our water consumption. And the the water that's in our buildings now is older than ever, okay? So that really is one of the the leading contributors. So we don't flush as much as we used to down the sewer. 
Yeah, water yeah, is well. another other topic too. Yeah, the low flow uh, plumbing that I know that has been uh, analyzed as well. And uh, obviously, we all want to save water. That's great, but you know, then there's this whole other thing going on about uh, what is the result of uh, all these uh, all this water savings. Right, the unintended consequences. Right, right. Well, of, of the water cons- right. water conservation. Yeah. Right. right, and we right. talk. Right, exactly. And uh, because the the disinfectants have a, a shelf life, you know, the uh, that's directly related to how much they can protect this water as it ages in the building. Good. Okay. So our water is getting older by default, I guess. Not necessarily just because of shutdowns, but because of also the use of uh, low flow plumbing uh, products. Right. And the testing, too, is changing. We now have specific tests for Legionella, and most often in the past it's been misdiagnosed mm-hmm. as something else. Oh, okay. you have you know, you know, have pneumonia or you have the flu. But now with the more specific testing, uh, that's also uh, showing up. Okay. So safe to say that um, I guess if there's a, a positive trend in all of these things, uh, the trend would be a better understanding of what's making our water old and therefore perhaps not as safe as it used to be, I guess. Yeah. Right. Right. And the industry is working on that. ASHRAE standards uh, mm-hmm. and standard 188 addresses it. There's a, something called guideline 12, which is being revised and it, it has some really good information in it on how to actually protect the building water systems. So these are good documents for us to use when we design plumbing systems. Good. Now, Mark, maybe you could, uh, chime in on this because i did see on your website on march 17th you did a post and i think you know one of the products we've been talking about here the sick mixer was uh you know somewhat in short supply uh chris now that was uh, a few weeks ago um or well more than a few weeks ago how are stocks of uh the the, the sink mixer doing in the, in the united states at least yeah yeah thanks for asking we're in good shape with um with stock uh, what you're referring to is um, when we brought stock over because we're just launching the product, happily, uh, the demand far exceeded what we were expecting. Uh, uh, so momentarily, we, we ran out of stock. And okay. and uh, and then parallel to that, there's other markets of Kalepis that originally wasn't planning on using the uh, sink mixer. And uh, they came on board. So there was some consumption of the initial production runs uh, back then, too. But we're, we're caught up. We're in good shape. And, and I think now we're really starting to heavily promote the product. Good, good. Well, on that note, I think we'll uh, wrap up our discussion. Is there anything I haven't asked about the situation at hand that, uh, that you'd like to, to address? I don't think so, Steve. Uh, your questions are really good ones. And uh, we just hope that everyone uh, reads the articles that are coming out. This is, this is uh, something you'll see in, in a lot of publications and you'll hear about. So we need to just be really careful when we open our buildings back up. Yeah, it does need to be on everybody's mind, and, and rightfully so. It's a big issue. Yeah, um, yeah, so- it is a big issue. And I, I think just to add too, Steve, you know, with the COVID situation, you know, and much more public awareness, I think, of just health and, and where disease, do diseases come from. You know, Legionella is right there. It's It's been around for some time. Early on, like you mentioned uh, earlier in another article, uh, cooling towers were, you know, originally uh, a big source of Legionella outbreak. Mm-hmm. And I think people are understanding, you know, the placement of cooling towers and how to operate those better as a result. But plumbing systems can as well. That water can get aerated and uh, become missed and be inhaled by, uh, especially as a concern, people that are, you know, got compromised systems just like COVID. So I think there's going to be more awareness on this whole topic. Good, good. Well, awareness on the topic is uh, maybe maybe one good thing that's come out of all this for sure. Agreed. Yes. 
Oh, good. Oh, well, uh, thank you to Mark Olson, the CEO of Calefi, and, and Kevin Freed, the Director of Product Management and Technical Support at Calefi. Thank you both. Stay safe. Uh, make sure everyone who is listening to this, of course, uh, to look for the May issue of PHC News, and there will be a supplier profile on uh, Calefi and talking about this uh, this uh, uh, concept and uh, conditions of uh, low flow and uh, aging and old water and closed commercial buildings in the uh, issue coming up. So uh, hopefully we can take a look at that and everybody can read a little more and learn more about this topic. So Kevin, Mark, thanks again for everything today and uh, stay safe. And uh, someday soon, I hope I will drive up to Milwaukee and see you both face to face. Well, you're welcome anytime. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank thank you. Bye-bye.